Hello, everyone. This is Rob McDougall from Zank Financial here with your weekly economic update. Today is Monday, June 5th, 2023. So last week, in terms of economic data, very mixed, and this is consistent with what we've been seeing for the last several weeks. Some good, some not so good. Starting off last week, Tuesday, we had the Consumer Confidence Index. That's the government's version. That actually came in better than expected. So it came in at a 102.3. The expectation consensus was 99.5, down just a little bit from April, which is 103.7. So I would say that goes in the good column. Consumer confidence a little better than expected. Then on Thursday, ISM Manufacturing Index, this was not so good. Uh, We continue to point this out as a weak point in terms of the U.S. economy. Uh, So the PMI ISM Index that we follow It is scaled to 50, being neither uh, contraction or expansion. So below is contraction, above is expansion. It came in below 50 for the seventh consecutive month and slightly worse than expected. It came in at 46.9. The consensus expectation was 47.0. So seven months in a row where manufacturing appears to be contracting. Then on Friday, we got something, uh, one number that looked good and bad at the same time, and that is non-farm payroll. So this has been a very strange metric in that of the consensus estimates over the last 13 months, the number has come in above that 12 of the 13. That's unusual by itself, but here's the real unusual part. Jobs added last month. Uh, were estimated at 339,000 jobs. The consensus estimate was 190, so way above, 12th beat in the last 13. But the unemployment rate actually went up three-tenths of a percent, or 0.3%, from 3.4% to 3.7% in a month where we added 339,000 jobs. So that seems very inconsistent. So then we look at one other piece of info that we don't ever report on, and that's the BLS who does the unemployment rate, also does the non-farm payroll. They also do an employer survey, an employment survey that is sent to actually uh, employees, to consumers, to individuals versus the uh, business establishment, which is where they get the 339,000 estimate. So 339,000 new jobs per the establishment survey, but for the household survey, it suggested a loss of 310,000 jobs. So that is a very wide divergence. It's going to be very interesting next month to see if those move closer together or even switch. So I would not be surprised, despite the fact we had a reported 339,000 jobs added in May, would not be surprised to see a sizable uh, revision to the downside of that either next month or the month after. Uh, last thing for last week, uh, average hourly earnings. This was favorable, not favorable for consumers, but favorable for inflation, which is very important for the market being so fixated on it. Uh, inflation and the related moves by the Federal Reserve, average hourly earnings for month of May came out last week, Friday. Um, it did come in right about consensus, 0.3% month over month. It's good because the prior month it actually jumped up to 0.4% after three consecutive months of 0.3. So back down to 0.3, that is favorable again for the inflation outlook. So what does all this do for GDP expectations for here, second quarter 2023? 
We look at the the Atlanta Federal Reserve and their estimate. That actually, they moved that up slightly last week from 1.9% to 2.0%. Again, be very interested to see what happens during the month of June to estimates. But given the mixed economic data that we've been seeing, 1.9% GDP growth in the second quarter feels kind of high. In terms of Fed funds uh, rate probabilities, the Federal Reserve meets again next week. It starts on Tuesday. They have an FOMC meeting. And then on Wednesday, they discuss the rate decision. This has really changed dramatically in the last month. The expectations uh, had been uh, for a 25 basis point increase. It looked pretty certain. Even a week ago, 63% probability of a 25 basis point increase. Another one. That fell during the week and last week down to 24%. Reason for that, we had two of the Federal Reserve voting members last week suggesting to the press that there is a likelihood that the Fed will pause just for the month of June and wait and let economic data release until the next FOMC meeting, which is late July. So hopefully that happens. We've been arguing for that for some time because there are lagged effects to all these interest rate increases that we have been seeing, and we've seen a lot, almost historical, the rate of increase that we've seen over the last year. So hopefully we will indeed next week not see the Federal Reserve raise rates. So inflation expectations uh, moved down a little further last week. This is, again, to me, just very impressive. The expectation, the 10-year U.S. Treasury minus the 10-year TIPS uh, yield, fell to 2.18%. Again, that's the expectation by the market of the average inflation over the next 10 years, 2.18%. So clearly the market is thinking inflation um, is going to continue coming down in the short term as it has since last June. So the market response to all of this last week, we had a strong rally in equities. Really, that came uh, mostly on Friday. And again, as a reaction to the Federal Reserve couple of members suggesting we would not have an interest rate increase next week during the FOMC meeting. So the S&P was up 1.9% last week. Uh, that now is up 12.4% year-to-date. Uh, on a year-to-date basis, NASDAQ continues to be the big winner. NASDAQ, tech-related larger stocks, have done the best this year. They are up 26.5% on a year-to-date basis. International last week, in terms of equities, did lag the U.S. market. It was still up, though. It was up 8.9%. And again, the S&P was up 1.9%. MSCI for the year has lagged uh, the S&P 500. The S&P 500, again, up 12.4% for the year. The uh, MSCI World uh, XUS is up 7.5%. In terms of fixed income last week, a bit of a rally there. The Bloomberg U.S. Aggregate Bond Index was up nearly a percent last week, and now on a year-to-date basis, that's positive, about 2.2%. So that's it for last week's economic activity and uh, market reaction. So this upcoming week, in terms of the economic calendar, almost looks like a week off. Very strange, no holiday. Nonetheless, there's only one uh, significant item that happens today. It's the ISM Non-Manufacturing Index, or the Service Index. Last month, for the month of April, that was uh, 51.9. Again, 50 being the cutoff line between contraction and expansion. The expectation is that index will come in at 52.3. 
for the month of May. So that's it for this week's economic update. Thank you very much for your attendance and hope to see you next week. Thank you.